what's going on you guys i am marquita back with a new episode you guys it has been a minute okay uh first of all how is everybody doing y'all good i think you know what let's let's just just say this i feel really good um i know i took a little break or whatever um and this is the first episode first pod episode of 22 so uh yeah this is great this is great i feel good um it was nice to take a little break from you know talking my trash but i'm back (laughs) and i'm glad to be back so if anyone is new welcome thank you so much for pressing play okay um this uh podcast is going to be dedicated to my healthcare professionals mainly we're going to be talking to of course the nurses okay and the nursing support and but but hey we're not discriminating against all other uh allied health uh uh professions and all that good stuff because guess what we all usually pretty much have the same things but i like to focus on the things that i'm very knowledgeable about um but I won't leave no one else out, though, if I know and we have information, because this is going to be a space of information and just good conversation about things that we're dealing with, things that get our minds turning, things that will help you progress, things that help you put things into perspective, start conversations, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to most of all, we're going to try to be as transparent as we want, as we can. Right. But respectful. So the thing here is. This is not just for those that are already in in the profession. I suggest that those who are aspiring to be in this profession to come over and listen as well, because you can learn something. You can also kind of get an inside scoop. I mean, who don't like the inside scoop? I mean, I be wanting the inside scoop. I don't know about y'all, but I'd much rather learn from somebody else's mistakes than my own. However, your own mistakes is not horrible. But it's much better to learn from others, right? So, or, or, I mean, we all wish we had a crystal ball, right? So we could know the future. Well, guess what? If you are um, maybe a student and you're considering, let us be your crystal ball. Come on over here and listen, okay? I'm just saying, just a suggestion. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, so I'm just not, I'm not going to make this a long, a long episode because I'm just getting back into the groove. But I did want to come in and get ready to get started again on um, getting the schedule back jumping the way it needs to be. Now, I will say I'm considering nights, right? Like a night nurse type of vibe, right? I don't know about you guys, but I've always been a night worker. <laughs> Not that type of night worker, (laughs) but a night shift worked. (laughs) Well, I have uh, for a very long time. And even to this day, I still work. You know, my work, my work is is a little bit more elevated at night. Um, And y'all already know sometimes at night we be tired, right? If you work nights, you're tired. And what way? than to not have some entertaining content to listen to, to get you going, to get your charting out of the way, to get your whatever the busy work they give you to do at night. You know how I go, okay? That downtime so you don't go to sleep. I'm just saying, just a suggestion. But anyways, 
I really wanted to kind of talk about how will we make 22 different? How will we work towards being better? Because honestly, it's downright embarrassing at this point. Remember when nursing and just healthcare period had this, like, you was like the cat's meow if you told somebody you was a nurse or you was a doctor or whatever it is. And people would look at you and, you know, they smile and they're so proud of you. Like, yeah, my baby a nurse or yeah, my son is a doctor or yeah, my, you know, those are things that were praised, right? But the problem that I'm seeing now is people are allowing the burnout, people are allowing the stress, the lack of care and concern to bring down the level of of professionalism, the level of care. You're allowing that to happen where it's not what it was. You got so many people with the, I, I, I mean, it just don't matter. I don't care attitudes. It's a lot of that, you know, and it's not cool. It's not cute at all, okay? And I feel like we have to figure out how do we come back to caring about the patients. Remember back in the day when everybody was all in these groups pre and you know it's so crazy we've been going through this back in the day for me right now is really literally two years ago (laughs) I hate to say it this thing has been dragging on so long that it does it feels like the two years feels like it's been about 10 years ago because y'all been it's just been a fool out here okay but just pre pre all of this foolishness pre-covid okay everybody was oh you know <clears throat> you got to start caring about your people more. It's about the patients. It's about the con- It's about the this. It's about that. And I took the oath, and this is what I'm gonna do. And da, 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 da. and everybody was singing that song. But my oh my, how the times have changed. Okay, now if you're new here, you gonna you you don't understand. But I'm gonna go ahead and put the disclaimer out for my new people. Okay. First of all, did your girl even say thank you? Did I say thank you? Thank you for my new listeners. And definitely a big thank you to all my OG listeners that were here before and still here. I really and truly appreciate you. We definitely get ready to do some things with this uh, podcast. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. Please know this is all new. I can't even, I can't even tell you. Every day, I'm thinking of ways to make it better. But anyway, I'm not going to get off topic, but I did want to show my gratitude and say thank you. I just thought thought about it while I'm talking about how rude some of us have been since this COVID foolishness. I felt like I needed to come in and say thank you (laughs) and show people that I'm not one of the rude ones. Okay, but anyway, so all right, back, back to back to the, the situation at hand. And the situation at hand is um, the the times and the tune has definitely changed. We have come to a place now where we're all about, well, me, 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 you know, 
everyone's chasing the dollar. Everybody's just looking out for them. Everybody wants to make a big check, but they want to do the minimal amount of work. I mean, it's confusing for me. And see, here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's going to be a lot of topics here that we're going to talk about. And um, it's going to be unpopular opinion because here's the one thing that us as humans have a hard time doing. Once you feel like someone is attacking you, and I hate to use the word attack because it's definitely one of them trigger words that HR taught some of uh, a certain group of people to speak certain words that make things sound a little more blown up than it should be, but I'm going to use it in here because that's that's just how I'm feeling. So you feel attacked, right? You feel attacked because there's a little bit of truth in there. And see, a lot of people, for some reason, people don't know how to, they don't like for people to tell them about themselves. And when it's a little bit of truth in there, even if it's a little bit of truth, don't nobody want to be told about who they are, right? Now, I will say, I always say, because I'm, I, 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 I think the ability that I've learned, because I have not always been this way, I've learned to be able to listen for understanding whether I agree or disagree, which in turn leads me to be able to see both sides of a situation. So where I'm going with this is I see both sides of this situation we're in. I will always, always, always champion for the workers, us people that get up proudly and go to work up under people that have really no clue about what they're telling us to do, but they're telling you how to do it, right? So here we are, right? We have these people in charge at the top of the food chain, meaning the people that are your office managers, your CEOs, your um, facility owners, these groups of people that are buying up. Like if you ever work long term care, you got companies that they're just the long term care is just like any other business. Y'all ever been to like a, a food store, like like a restaurant and maybe the restaurant got a whole gang of complaints and a whole gang of issues were arising from them. And so they probably didn't make enough money. And so here comes someone else. They come in and buy it. And now they change the name and give it a little facelift and then rename it and serve you the same stuff. And boom, 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 boom. Y'all know same thing with the nursing homes. The nursing home lose a little bit of money. Business is not going the way it needs to be. Money all mucked up. Now another company comes in, buys it. Don't do nothing but take over where the other people left off, right? And so you got this issue. And when they don't care, that trickles down to the people that work up under them because it's like, you're the big people. You don't care. Now we don't care. And when you make people believe, and this is any job, but we're talking about healthcare, of course. So right now we have a whole lot of people that, are like, well, why do I need to care about risking my life going into work? And I say risking my life loosely because the same ones that are saying, I can't be going to work risking my life for this, da, 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 they're the same ones that every time you turn around, they got to be somewhere. They got to be doing something. You go on their social media platforms, they add the party, 
they at the cookout, they on vacation, they living it up. And yeah, you don't appear to be too scared. Okay, I'm just, you know, you know, people are very situational. So sometimes it makes it hard for you to want to hear the foolishness when you know what's going on. Like, I know you're really not scared. So why do you come to work and get scared? So you're scared at work. So do you think it only lives in healthcare facilities and organizations? Is that where the virus is only lingers in there? It don't linger outside amongst the public. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And so there's a lot of things now where everything is, well, I'll go, but you know what? I'm going to get the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag. Right now, everybody's chasing money. And I will always say this, money is definitely important. Please do not under misunderstand where I'm coming from. Money is very important. We need it to live. Bills go up every day. They continue to rise, okay? But what I want you guys to know is that this will end. These businesses are struggling. Okay. A nursing home is what? A business. A clinic is what? A business. A hospital is what? A business. When people die, guess what? There's the empty beds. Now this is this is me talking about long-term care. Of course, y'all know hospitals. There's no reason why a hospital should not be thriving. But the only thing I will say is when you got all these different agencies coming in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, it's very hard because you got money flowing here, money flowing there, money flowing there, more money flowing there. You know what I'm saying? So here's that th that is a big thing. And so then you got to think about if they were short staffed during this pandemic. They could not really afford to see as many patients as they always did. So they did not make as much money. Um, now, some probably did because I know of some little small uh, clinics that got like over like a hundred and something thousand dollar PPP loans and PPP loans is supposed to pay what payroll. I'm just saying. Okay. So at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, I want to see us put some more care into what we're doing. And I understand it has to start from the top, but we have to speak up, okay? People cannot read your mind, right? And you have to be able to work with these people. You have to be able to work with them. Everything cannot be about money. It's a negotiation for a reason. Go in and be reasonable. No, you will not go to this job and make what you make with agency because agency is supposed to be a temporary fix. So for all of you guys that went out here and got used to all this agency work, okay, understand that's just not it because when a place hires you, they can pay you a lot because guess what? It's not always guaranteed that you will continuously work. So getting paid a little bit more is the treat, right? And some of them didn't use to pay um, benefits. So that was also a little, you know, a little smooching to let you know, like, you know, I can pay you a little bit more because guess what? You're not gonna get the perks that other people get, right? 
Because here's the thing you guys got to remember. If you go somewhere, if these organizations do not, it's, it's many things. And, and we know the rules. We know there's no such thing. We, we should not be discriminated against. We should not have all those things that are against labor laws, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. All those things that are against labor laws, we know that we know what the rules are, but we also know people break them every day. It's real life. We being real. Real life is just that. Some of y'all have probably been fired from a job before. If you have and you didn't quite understand why, guess what? Sometimes you may have lost your job because they just clearly just did not like you. So when we're working on these agency jobs and we're excited, we're making money right now. A lot of you guys are making money by default. And I tell, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a real space. We're going to have real conversations and we're going to talk. We're not trying to offend nobody, but we're going to have real conversation. And we're going to be real. This is how we start in 22 off. We start in 22 off with a real conversation and it will continue that way. We're going to have real conversations because that's the way people progress. This is how people make adjusted um, transition, a, a transition into um, a better them. Okay, better understanding. When you understand what, what's the saying? When you know better, you do better. Okay. There will be a lot of topics on here that we're gonna touch. I cannot wait to get into them. I will ruffle feathers. I'm okay with that now. See, before I was holding back a little bit because I was like, I don't want to say nothing to offend nobody. But my thing is not ever to offend anyone. Okay. I've I've never wanted to speak out to be offensive. I never want to speak out to be uh, mean or nasty. It was it's all out of love, honestly. I if I can really be truthful, it's never from a nasty place because if I could be real, I'm gonna be real. If I don't like you, I really don't care what you got going on. There, I said it. When someone does not care for you, they should not care about what you got going on. They should not care if you if you just if you got all the rope you needed to hang yourself. They should not care. That's me. They. I do not care. When I was in charge and I had my own team, when I was working in these organizations, I would tell people. You only need to worry when I stop saying something to you. As long as I'm saying something to you, I care. When I stop, or if I don't, I won't. And for the most part, I was blessed to have good people working with me. And I always give everybody a fair chance. Unfortunately, everybody didn't end up on the right end of the stick, right? You try, you know, you give everybody that that one fighting chance to, you know, be you. And when you realize that you can't reach people, you let them be. People will tell you can't tell grown people nothing. Right. So a lot of times 
it starts out as me trying to give you that advice. And then it's up to you to take it. Some people look at you and be like, who are you to give me advice? Who you think you are? And I'm okay with that too. I don't even have to tell you who I am. Just know, I hope you read your handbook, <laughs> right? I hope you read your handbook. I hope you know your rules. I hope all of this stuff is legit, like, cool, right? You know what you got going on. Because when I come with my pen and paper, you got to be ready to stand on that. Because when I come to you, I'm coming to you with highlighted sections. And I'm going to say, you signed that you understood, but it looked like you violated X, Y, and Z. I'm going to give you your first warning. If I have to come back to you again, see, then that's how I start handling you. Then. And it's not about uh, me mistreating you. It's the fact that you pushing against. You can't push against people. You you got to. We all got rules to follow. Even even when you the boss, you still got rules to follow. You You understand? Even the boss follows rules. That's why when I always have mess going on with my personal stuff, like you ever call a company you work with and they just being just a hot mess and you got to call them and you say, y'all ain't gotten all y'all ain't getting this right. And, you know, what's going on? Why is blah, 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 blah. And then they say, well, well, this is what the thing is. And that's just that on that. OK, you not making sense. Can I speak to somebody over you? Well, I'm the supervisor. The supervisor, you got a boss too, right? Well, the, do you got a boss too, right? And they always have to transfer you to someone that is over them. And so as a person that if you own your own business or anything like that, you have bylaws you have to follow. You got labor laws you have to follow. You got tax laws you got to follow. There's a lot of laws. There's a lot of things you have to follow or you'll find yourself up a creek without a paddle. So I say that to say we all have to reach a space where we're back where we were, loving, you know, loving our profession. Because I think a lot of us during this time have already, I think a lot of people were already teeter-tottering on the fence. And then the pandemic just pushed you over because you can't just, because that's just like thinking every day is going to be a beautiful day or you being a cop. And because for the first five years you've been a cop, you was on the easy stroll, right? You weren't on the bad stroll. You was on the easy stroll. So you don't know what it feels like to have to be uh, on top of your P's and Q's in certain neighborhoods. And so you've been doing so good. So now, or your, your counterpart, your colleague, your peer, whatever we call them, is out for a month, has some going, some stuff going on. They need a partner. Now you've been switched over to the other side with someone else. Oh, you don't get to eat at the Holy Moly Donut Shop for two hours. Okay, you don't get to sit on the side of the road and sleep in your uh, patrol car and watch everybody speed by. Okay, you don't get to walk around the mall parking lot and harass people for parking over the line. Like you don't get to do these things. You are actually putting in work. Are you mad and you don't want to be a cop anymore because you actually got a police because you keep getting calls? 
We need a cop. We need a patrol car over here on this one. You need a patrol car over here on this one. Now you're upset. <sighs> oh my God, this is too much. I can't deal with this. They don't pay me enough. Wait a minute. They were paying you enough when you was at the donut shop for two two hours and you was taking your nap in the middle of your shift on the side of the street when you're supposed to be pulling us over. Um, you get what I'm saying? Y'all see where I'm going. It's not going to always be wonderful days, right? You have to just push through. Now, I'm going to say this and I'm going to end it because I don't want you to think that what I'm saying is get abused. I don't believe in abuse. And so this word is for all of my managers, my people that are really the top dogs that can make a difference. The powers that be in these healthcare organizations. Get your shit together, really and truly. Learn how to treat your people, okay? You know how when you, they say you're dating someone and you got to find out what their love language is? Find out your people's work language. Find out what's wanting, what's making them want to stay. Find out what would want them to come and work with you and stay with you. We will love retention in the workplace. Now, I know it's going to be hard because everybody has fallen in love because some things. <clears throat> let me just say this is not a political channel. But the powers that be of this government allow this pandemic to get out of control with people being able to do what they want to do, stay out of work for as long and you still provide it away. You did it so long that it's going to be hard to reverse it. These people do not want to go back to work for nothing. They don't want to do nothing. And this is nothing bad against nobody. It just is a fact. I'm not judging nobody for what their choice is because I don't know your reasons for not wanting to do it. But what I will say is that from what my eyes can see, from perception, it looks like everyone has fallen in love with money right now. You've seen more money than you probably have ever made. Right. And you've made it for the past two years. But I want to know, we have to sit down and think about what else is it that you want from your job? When it's time to really go back to these jobs and work and travel is not working for you because travel, honestly, you can do it for a long time, but it's all about your personality. Some people, it's not for everybody. And for the people that it's not for, you guys need to know how to get jump back into the functioning uh, world of being part of staff again. If you haven't already left, if you if you haven't already, if you haven't um, been one of the few that stayed is what I'm trying to say. So. Um, man, this is just the beginning of the conversations we'll be having. Um, I don't want to lay on this for too long. I didn't want to make this a long episode because we could go on and on and on. But I will say uh, briefly that we will start to have uh, financial conversations. We'll talk about the many, many uh, issues that we see in this world of uh, nursing, healthcare, all that good stuff. And I am super excited to... Uh, have these engaging talks. If you are on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at It's Report Time. Um, 
and I'm feeling like we may have a little bit. I, mm, I'm gonna think about this. Maybe we'll do a YouTube. I'm not too sure um, to, uh, about video content, but I'll I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Um, but right now we'll 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 do the pod and, and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, you guys, it's been real. I really hope that you guys um, enjoyed this episode. I hope you understood that there's no shade to nobody. This is just a conversation just to get back in the groove and just hope that we can start on a positive note. If you have to reflect on what our initial why has always been, let's do that. You know, take it back to when you first decided you wanted to go to uh, nursing school or CNA school, or med, med aid school, med tech school, medical assistant school, whatever school you went to, PAMP, whatever it was. What was your why? What was your reason? Find your reasons. Think about your pros and cons. And like I said, I understand this pandemic has been nasty. It has shown it has shown us a lot. Really and truly, it has professionally as well as personally. But because of the, you know, the nature of a conversation, definitely the professional side, it has definitely left people feeling away. And I totally understand it because when you feel like people don't care about you, it's hard to go in and work hard for these people. So I would say that that definitely needs to change. I think a lot of restructuring needs to happen from the top to the bottom. I think a lot more people with healthcare experience should be the ones that are leading the pack. Not no person from Yale or Princeton Business School or whatever the top business schools are and all this nepotism and stuff like that. People that have no knowledge or anything about the healthcare field, but you know about money. How about you send your healthcare people to school so that they can learn about that business stuff because they could uh, empathize and understand what you do on a daily before they come in with all these high demands and all that good stuff, right? So anyway, I'm not even going because that could start a whole new situation. I um, Let me know, do you like the idea of the night talk? Or what would you what would you think? Like what tell me what to give me ideas. What do you think about the night talk? What do you think about how we are gonna like you know, how was how was the episode today? Let me know, give me feedback on that as well. But also definitely most importantly, let me know how do you feel about uh night episodes. Um because I mean of course you can always listen back. And listen again if you miss something, right? <laughs> no, but um, w- when we start really getting the guests and things like that on the episodes, it's going to be really a real good look, okay? So anyways, um, thank you each and every person for listening. I look forward to every Friday. So far is what we will continue to do every Friday, but I have to decide it will be if it will be at nighttime or what, what will we do? So I'm I'm trying to figure that out as well. But until then, please don't give up on us. Keep coming, tuning in, okay? Um, the topics will definitely get better and better and better. Um, and uh, until next time, you guys, that was report.